Hello, hello. Welcome to Fully DGen Podcast. My name is Quintessa. And I'm Oluwafemi. We're delighted to have you on here with us. Awesome. Fully DGen promises to give you exclusive access to the minds of the builders in the space. And we're speaking with the movers and shakers of the industry to get you insights into the world of Web3. Web3 is not just a technology though, it's a social revolution. Together, wag me. Yay, with lots of laughs and the occasion of bewilderment, discovering Web3 together will be fun. It's already feeling exciting. LFG! <laughs> People create different things that we don't even know if it's needed. Mm, mm. And I think, like you said, uh, low barrier to entry. Yes, and I think that that's what the, the idea of Web3 sort of creates for some reason. Um, it gives you the idea or the uh, almost the illusion that it's a low barrier to entry. You can jump in, you can sell out an NFT, you can make millions of dollars, for a project, it doesn't really matter what the project is. Mm. Um, I don't know where this illusion came from. I think, first of all, we have to think about how the NFT works. So it works like a decentralized investment, right? So like crowdfunding, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, so if you go on crowdfunding websites, you can see that there's a lot of projects on there that don't make sense don't and make nobody sense. Invests, invests, right? Yeah. So we've literally taken that idea and brought it into NFTs and brought it into the Web3 space. Yeah. And you see a lot of founders jump in and they're like, yeah, look at my project. I'm going to sell NFTs about this project. And most of the time, you'll see that it, it, won't, it won't work. Um, mm. So yeah, so there's this idea because traditionally, in traditional business setting up, the, you either go one of two ways. You either bootstrap your project yourself. So you bootstrap your business yourself, which means that you, you have to put in your hard-end cash, which makes you think long and hard yeah, about the yeah. sustainability of your project, yeah. whether it makes sense, whether there is a market for it. Mm. So it makes you think really hard about it before you jump in. Or you go to the bank for a loan. Mm. And then the bank does the due diligence on you first before mm. you even get a penny. So you have to have a business plan. You have to go through the motion, a rigorous like setting up situation where you have to do your competitor analysis you have to understand the landscape of your business you have to understand the customer before you even get any money so at that time you are even in a better position yes yeah, so that's why i think in the web three space most of the founding projects uh they don't make sense yeah you're like they're not solving any real world any problems real world problem. yes yeah and, um, and you can tell that the founders are not going to be committed to it long term exactly because nobody wants to build a company out of the past founders mm -hmm. uh, past inventors mm -hmm. of some sort you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. and what are you promising people mm -hmm. what what exactly is this business about what you know so there's no in-depth uh thoughts mm -hmm. behind the ideas mm -hmm. that come into it mm -hmm. and there's another thing that i see in this space is that when people come up with the um the real solutions now and some of them are so technical that y you don't understand what are you saying you know <laughs> <laughs> why should anyone care about this because mm -hmm. because it's a new space mm -hmm. and um, there's a pool of opportunities that is coming out mm -hmm. so people can bring up um you know um very niche focused thing that in a sense you might not be you might not see the uh, it might not be long term feasible mm. but it's cool to say i have a startup that is going to do this mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. because that problem is not might not really be a problem mm -hmm. you're just seeing it from the perspective of this is new mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so when wh what do you say to founders like this that have this kind of projects that 
they are not necessarily um you know no like the ideas are not okay but the ideas are not there yet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, but it is just because everywhere is new and everybody's coming up with ideas mm-hmm. it's very interesting like when we were in the bull market um everybody was investing in every project because they were like you've got an nft i'm investing because i'm gonna sell it on the secondary market right yeah. so during that time it was the time for everybody to do whatever mm-hmm. and i see that a lot in in bull runs like when when for example um when websites started like everybody was creating a website you remember that there were lots of websites with nothing on it <laughs> right so it's a, it's a bit like that time everybody wants to to do something in this space and i think every new technological um change and advancement has this period and it's a very good period actually because it allows us to start to create uh, from our mistakes mm. proper infrastructure proper methodologies proper things from all of these mad dash mm. you start to see what works mm. what doesn't work and yeah. you start to recognize again the value of some traditional methods um and then slowly it will start to bring about the essence of what web3 is because yes. fundamentally the idea of it is revolutionary mm. so you can decentralize a lot of things and mm. you can bring power back to the everyday individual mm. person so of course all these crazy projects are i mean <laughs> I don't know what else mm. to call it are mm. out there but it's helping it's helping us to to shape mm. the space and even like for example today is a is a very solemn day in mm. in web3 obviously with the, with the crash of fxt uh, FTX, right? Yeah. So with the with that crash, it's like oh, it's such again uh, a huge billion dollar exchange crashes, and oh. it's like how does this happen? Yeah. Right? In twenty four hours, this this can happen. What does that mean? So yeah. it it starts to flesh out the loopholes in the system, and you're like, okay, so next time when we build, we have to be very aware of this, and we have to be mm. very cautious of this. So all of this, although it's funds? exactly how many people they want to give our tokens. Exactly, I, I, we're meant to be very careful with this. Oh, we shouldn't have whales, even though it's incredibly enticing to have. We should have some kind of whales, but not massive that take a very. What is the percentage cut that you can give to one entity? Mm. So these types of discussions and 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 realizations only happen from me. Yeah, mm. you know storms like this. Yeah. So and, 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 and I, I think that um, you know the Baron really gives us a, 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 an incredible advantage that people now do due diligence. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, DIY is now <laughs> the research. first thing that yeah. anybody tells you even before they give you an advice. <laughs> you have to do your own research. This is. Oh, not by the way, <laughs> do your own research. This is not financial <laughs> advice. <laughs> You know, <laughs> because you know, even the best project mm-hmm. can come back to become nothing. Yes, it can it can crash to zero. How, how does that yeah. make you feel emotionally? Uh, I think that emotionally, I think it's very hard. Um, I feel like I'm an empath, to be honest. And this space is making me realize I'm more of an empath than I ever knew because I personally didn't invest in in this in this um, in this exchange token. Um, but I can sense the the it's almost trauma mm-hmm. um, that most people are going through right now mm-hmm. because a lot of hopes, we put a lot of hopes in the space. If you speak to real DGENs, mm-hmm. they really love the space and they're really hoping that it will revolutionize everything. And they're really hoping that it will become a very powerful um, technology. So 
apart from the fact that a lot of people lose a lot of money, I mean, we're talking about people's life savings sometimes. Yeah. And a lot of the times they're always saying, oh, don't invest more than you can um, you can afford to lose and all of that. It's very nice to say, say that. Yeah. But when you see something making money, you put all your money in there naturally, yeah. right? It's very hard to be disciplined enough not to do that. So a lot of people end up like, you know, holding the bag and that's their life savings. And it's really, really sad. I don't know what that must feel like for, for people. I don't do that. So, But I, I, I can sense that it must be really traumatic. Yeah. Um, but will the space die? I seriously doubt it because I think blockchain as a, as a solution is, is already out there. Uh, the cat's out of the bag. It's possible to decentralize things and it's possible because of Bitcoin. Um, and it's possible and, and to, to have better uh, supply chain infrastructure. It's possible to have better digital ownership mm. infrastructure. So we're not going to go back from that. Mm. It's this whole altcoin cryptocurrency exchanges that, you know, is it a Ponzi scheme? How can we not make it a Ponzi scheme? I don't have the answer to that. To me, I feel like they're all Ponzi schemes. <laughs> <laughs> How can you not make it a Ponzi scheme? It's something that we are all going to have to keep fleshing out at this point. You know, it has yeah. to be worth something. It has to be driven by value in some way. Yeah. And it cannot be all oh, because A invested and then I'm going to pay uh, A with B's investment. And it cannot be that. Yeah. I, I think like real life has, has shown us that already. Uh, but it seems to be always the natural default uh, method. Uh, approach for most of these tokens but you know yeah. I feel it's necessary I feel like it's necessary pain and mm. um, and I'm very sorry for people that are, are really suffering at this stage but it's going to make us even more cautious more careful and also businesses and projects more sensitive and you know and careful in how they structure things. What do you think? Yeah, so I, I truly believe that too. Mm -hmm. And um, I, at this point, I also want people to, just like we said, you know, it, people are now very much sensitive to the term due diligence, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but so as more and more projects are going to come out mm -hmm. and as more and more of these things are going to look promising mm -hmm. you have to also have risk management mm. uh, as consideration yes so how you invest in projects mm -hmm. uh, but looking beyond that now when i see founders and i see the kind of project they're working on mm -hmm. you know because it's a new space mm -hmm. i believe that they can actually be um, tailored solution to particular industries mm. and you know because I feel like there's a whole lot of money left on the table right now mm -hmm. because nobody's talking about uh, blockchain for maybe uh, different industries yes. that yeah. are not in the space already maybe yeah. uh, from healthcare healthcare is a, it's, it's, it's a wide space already mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very sure there's a whole lot of applications mm -hmm. to the entire blockchain mm -hmm. uh, technology exactly same thing for sports, mm -hmm. same thing for, um, you know, energy, music, energy, yeah. different things. Mm -hmm. So that when it comes down to it, when we are done looking for Quick where buck. to make money mm -hmm. from, we come back to and we, we orientate people to say, why not put your money to back projects that are actually using this, uh, the, the, the space to solve real problems. Real problems. Yeah. You know, instead of, you know, trying to just uh, make your money double or mm. something like that. Mm -hmm. So due diligence for me and also um, um, creating a, a kind of um, um, a system of investing mm. that just you, you limit the, the amount of money you put into some mm. of this project. Because now you know that in two uh, in, in a row, like we've seen in the Luna, we've now we've seen in FTX. Yeah, twice in one, one in, year. In one year. Yeah. It's really very short space yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah. It really shows that, you know, I, as much as you can have 
all this investment and you feel like you feel safe, you're not actually safe. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to be looking at towards the next phase, let's look at founders who are going into real life problems and saying this is how blockchain is going to affect the healthcare industry mm-hmm. and let's put our money behind that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that you, we know that okay, this is a solution to a problem. Mm-hmm. This is not someone telling us. Uh, you know, there are some projects they just tell you, oh, this is. Uh, lay your own project and it's supposed to do this and do this mm-hmm. but in contrast you know that you don't have full understanding of this mm-hmm. so you put your money in the hopes that someone and what's someone will step in <laughs> and save the day <laughs> you don't really know what you're saying yeah, yeah and the first rule of investing really is you know like understand know what you're investing. know the market yeah you know yeah. you have to have you have to have an understanding of mm-hmm. what you're investing in mm-hmm. if you don't know you don't invest mm-hmm. in it mm-hmm. so I believe that this period of time, we need to also let uh, founders know that so in the old bubble of NFTs and all the shiny things, there are still solutions out there mm. that would solve problems mm-hmm. for things that, you know, the normal conventional way mm-hmm. would not really provide a very good solution yeah. to. Yeah. And blockchain technology is just going to give us a very good solution to mm-hmm. that. And people can now buy into this project. Mm-hmm. And we know that once there's utility, there's all these things, uh, they are going to also get rewards, you mm-hmm. know, like a proper startup investing mm-hmm. and not just, you know, throwing your money at um, speculations. Mm. Yeah, I think that that's that's exactly that's exactly right. That's exactly the way to see it. But what would you say, right? For like, okay, this is this is um, altcoins and cryptocurrencies, right? But look, for example, at Zuckerberg and how his meta idea, like this metaverse, is literally seems to be like a black hole. Yeah, he's just point his own investment, his own money. Yeah, fair no enough, money. right? Oh, well, people have invested as well. Um, what do you think is going on there? Why is that just a sinking ship? Yeah, so, I mean, it comes down to, like we said, people are not actually, for me, w- the way I say it is, because it's a, it's a project and everybody wants to quickly have the market share. Mm. So for the big companies, the market share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So uh, when you have the market share in, in mind, you're looking for the grand the grand project Statement. like building yeah. platforms that people can interact yeah like everyone can jump in everybody yeah. can jump you in keep that. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and all of a sudden that uh, you see that oh there are smaller versions of what we want to create mm-hmm. you know already in the market mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and it begins to make you tweak make it begin to make you then at the end of the day you create uh you know they're supposed to be super apps but mm-hmm. at the end of the day your project look was no more it's no more simple mm-hmm. it's more like a monster mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. you, you keep you you know mm. you keep iterating and creating new things that you don't know you know yeah you haven't fully defined you yourself you, right you, you just yeah it's shiny and you just add shiny, it on mm. you know add-ons mm-hmm. and all so i believe uh for now the the big players are going to be in that space for mm. a while mm. you know and they're going to come out of it they're going to create different products that at the end of the day or buy into projects so for me right now, I, I, I feel like it is the way it is right now, basically because everybody's trying to understand the space. Mm. And it is the same for the startup founder and even the big companies. Mm. You know, nobody's going to jump into your new Web3 platform the way they jumped into Facebook. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. if they are not uh, reinventing themselves to understand that they are going to have that startup phase yeah. all over again, uh, then they're yeah, going to miss it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that that's the thing. I think that he was 
ultimately riding on the ideology that oh everyone on Facebook will naturally jump, jump into into this new platform For, because yeah. it's pr promising an immersive experience and stuff. And I think he underestimated like for example, from the Web3 side, most people don't want another centralized social net, social media system. system. They don't want that yeah. um, because we a lot. The general consensus is our data has been abused. Like you know, we don't have access to it. We don't have control over it. And the people that were were that created that uh, situation can't be the leaders of the next big uh, data collection. Mm platform like mm. it scares most people that mm. oh Zuckerberg will use our data even on another level <laughs> all right because like, now we're talking now about your wallet, is connected. your wallet is connected <laughs> your retina is freaking connected your brain is in there like they're gonna use everything like what yeah. ways where's the limit to this right yeah. so I think that's also terrifying and so people are hoping and fingers crossed that we get like a solution that you know is a decentralized metaverse where which is where the blockchain comes in um, because all the time people are like they use the word web3 and metaverse and it's like what what, what is matching these two elements because the metaverse can operate happily without web3 mm. it doesn't need web3 right <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just a platform yeah. where you have a 3d immersive experience and right now what most most projects are using are gaming platforms here like unity and unreal and stuff like that um so yeah, so it's 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 mixed and diluted with the idea of Web three because we're all hoping for that kind of a platform that is decentralized, which mm. means that it's not one entity that owns owns, owns the metaverse. The mm. metaverse ideally should not the government, I don't know, <laughs> but it should be owned by either several people who have united to form an alliance to create the metaverse. Um, big big companies, it's fine, or you know, or it should be purely on the blockchain and no one owns it. Uh, like Ethereum, you know, like no one really owns it and, and it's just open source. Mm. That would be the best, you know, where yeah. everyone's data is, is kept to themselves and is shared only on a need to know basis. Mm. Um, and that's ultimately what, what we would like to see the metaverse become because the idea of the metaverse is truly terrifying because of the the power it could be, it could have. Um, mm. It could really be a, an incredible, powerful tool where a lot of people spend a lot of their time and, and there will be a lot of data floating around. So, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be crazy if one person owned that. And I think that a lot of people have that that sense. And maybe that's what plays again into matters like current. Situation. I won't say yeah situation, <laughs> current situation. <laughs> and do you yeah. see uh, bigger companies have this face, or they're just going to learn from it because uh, it's it's fast. The, the way everybody is jumping into this project, you, mm. you, you won't ask yourself what's the rush, you know, because it's it's fast to say like, oh, if you don't have a metaverse uh, or you don't have this 3D experience of your products now, you're old school. Yeah. Right. It's going at such a fast That's pace. A like fast pace. people are not even having the time to think. It's like, <laughs> shit. I don't have a metaverse. <laughs> I don't want to miss out. I don't want Gen Z to think that I'm not on the ball. Get me one. Yeah, I know. Like people are not having, and I've seen a lot of already incredibly costly mistakes in the metaverse mm. space already. Like mm. um, I've seen lots of big projects jump into some metaverses. I won't name names <laughs> that don't make sense already right. because it's 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 evolved so quickly in the space mm. of months where your yeah. metaverse is already becoming. Um, irrelevant because mm. of the barrier to entry. So mm. 
we ha- we didn't think about it. There was a lot of FOMO around it. Everybody was like, oh, this is the next big shiny thing. Let's jump in. And a lot of projects spent hundreds and thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars to, to get in there. And then they realized that the mass community can't get in. Okay. They don't want to pay to get mm-hmm. in for yeah. sure because yeah. nobody wants to do that just yet. Yeah. Uh, and so you, they don't have access. And then you, you're like... A one man show in a dead city, <laughs> like it doesn't make sense. So yeah, so we're not doing the na- natural steps before, like for example, most companies before they create a new product line, they do a little bit of research, research. and understanding and see yeah. and 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 they look at the social situation, the economical situation before they make the plunge. But because everything is so fast, nobody has time to to do that. To it's do like it. the boss is like, "Where's our metaverse?" And yeah. you're like, "What? Um, okay, let's buy this land. Yeah. Let's get in there, I right?" Mean, I think <laughs> even the formal on the company side is way bigger than. And the form of individuals. I I agree. You know because you, you yeah get I think big so. Brand just went into this Web three space and they clean out this amount of money and yeah. you know they, there's a way they could say oh and their brand loyalties have improved they are now you know so when you hear this in the news you be like are we missing out of something yeah that formal for the companies is quite huge it's huge it's huge because the company obviously again like you said don't want to lose market share and um, I don't think there is enough. Uh, I don't know. I think that we're in a transitioning period where people feel like they don't really understand Gen Zs, which is yeah. the new gens, right? <laughs> they had to understand, yeah. honestly. They're like something. They're like aliens right now, right? <laughs> Most companies are like, oh, we don't understand them. They're playing Roblox. Yeah. Let's get in there, right? <laughs> even though, actually, is that even your target audience? Yeah. Like, you know? So I feel like a lot of the things that we m- businesses are doing is just to look appealing to that new audience new as they're audience. growing up and mm-hmm. to start to get some buying power. They want to be in their, in their you know, fearful vision. Mm-hmm. So I understand that. Um, but yeah, I think that we need to, like, for example, how quickly did we go from the talk of meta or metaverse to spatial creating like a WordPress solution for metaverses? For metaverses. Like, what the hell? Yeah. In, in Web2, it took a long time before WordPress well, came out. Yeah. Like, you know, an open source kind of like, okay, you can create your own, own website, website by yourself, by right? Yourself, yeah. That idea. Now the spatial, which is free, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you can create your own metaverse, yeah. right? You can pay somebody to do it for do you, it but for it's me. the most easily accessible freaking solution. It's like, how quick was that? Like, you just smashed everybody else's metaverse idea that you buy land, that you do this, and you do that. It's like, you don't need yeah. that. So, yeah, it evolves so fast. And again, that's another fear. Right? People are like, okay, oh, that's how, oh, right, let's, let's, let's do it now. Let's do it now. And, and the thinking is not happening. But, but yeah, it's, it's very fast. I think that we are progressing. Technology is just on supersonic speed at this point. And, yeah, yeah more yeah. in-depth thinking is, is 